What's up, everyone, and welcome to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Yo, Alex, there's only one more week of football left. We're in the we're in the quote unquote Pro Bowl week, uh, Madden Pro Bowl week this year. But it's always an interesting time uh, in the New York Jets land. Uh, we got Woody Johnson coming back, uh, our owner uh, from the UK. He did his uh, he studied he did his little study abroad. Uh, for a couple of years, <laughs> um, we got um, we got uh, Coach uh, Sala uh, really uh, solidifying um, the coaching staff. So we'll uh, hit on that a little bit. And I mean, the elephant in the room, man. What's going on? What's going on with the number two pick? What's going on with Darnold? And maybe we'll uh, we'll touch on some um, defensive uh, defensive players and how we think that's going to fit in. Uh, in the new uh, 4-3 scheme. But uh, Alex, what's for et cetera, man? Yo, John, for et cetera today, uh, well, we got the Pro Bowl coming up this week, but we could do uh, a little early uh, discussion about the Super Bowl, you know, discuss our previous week's uh, picks and so on from that. Yeah, we got some, uh, we got some, now LaFleur's our guy, so we have to discuss some LaFleur blunders or our blunders, so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to talk about that. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, let's go, Racing. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode. We are in the last licks of football. Of course, Tom Brady is in the Super Bowl. It's just like I'm literally living in Groundhog's Day. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's not my complete nightmare and it's not uh, Tom Brady versus the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's bad enough that Tom Brady has, has been an 80% of the Super Bowls. But, you know, man, I'm just I'm just hyped, man. I'm, 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 I'm hyped for the Super Bowl and I'm hyped to finally uh, get into the Jets offseason. But what's going on with you, dude? How are you? going on john it's just another day in the land of new york jets talk uh new york sports talk and we had a little bit of snow man like it was a little cold today which was uh a little weird boiler went down for a hot minute but thank god it got fixed with the within the nick of time <laughs> don't uh don't need to be freezing our asses off in this house. <laughs> uh but yeah, out in mass out in massachusetts out in boston yeah, we had uh we had some snow um a little bit of flurries, not nothing too crazy. Um, over this past couple of days down in New York, I think um, restaurants are starting to open indoors. Not in New York City, but I think like in Westchester and other places in New York uh, are starting to open. Do you have uh, indoor dining uh, in Boston? We do have indoor dining in Boston and some mm. locations. Some restaurants, you know, are not doing that just for COVID restrictions. But yeah, there's some restaurants that are open right now. They can go dine indoors. You will not catch me at a, a restaurant indoors during the cold. Uh, I will. I will stay home and order on mm, walks. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just been crazy, dude. Like, I've Jersey's been open, so like it's just crazy what they're doing a small business around here. Like, I've been going to Jersey to eat out. It's just, it's just so crazy. But so I'm excited for indoor dining uh, to open up. And um, yeah, the Super Bowl's next week. It's so weird that there's no Pro Bowl this week. Uh, they're having a Madden Bowl uh, due to COVID uh, restrictions. Um, I saw Ad, uh, J- your boy number thirty-three, Jamal Adams, setting up a couch, um, and uh, another guy you might you might have heard of him. Uh, his name is Deshaun Watson. 
he's uh, he's going to be setting up too. He was in the promo, so I'm sure um, it'll be uh, they'll make it fun to listen to, um, and uh, they'll uh, they'll be talking some smack here and there. Yo, it'll be fun. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stop you. Sorry for cutting you off right there, but uh, no, you're good. Can, can, can you can you imagine if? And I don't not saying I want Jamal Adams. Like I know how good he was on the Jets and how good of a safety he is. But imagine like missing out. Now you're stuck in Seattle. You may not win a Super Bowl, but now you see the Jets getting Robert Salah, and you're seeing like all the changes about to happen. Can you imagine if we get Deshaun Watson and he's like, "Yo, I want to come back." What would you say if that happened? What What would your reaction be, John? How would you feel? To be honest with you, I, I I'm I'm gonna be like completely honestly. I don't think he cares for one reason. I think he realized that Seattle's not going to pay him, and he's out on Seattle too. So I, I already think like, yeah, he's he, yeah, he's the ex girlfriend. You're like, you know, like you're like, yo, you couldn't just wait, like you like wait. I was about to prosper, like you really had to like act all crazy and like leave, like you, you. And now look at me, like I told you to give me a second, and you like you had to leave, like that's how you feel right now. But uh, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I think I think he's even moved on past this one too. Like he knows Seattle is not is not, he's already like messaging. Uh, on on Twitter about uh, New Orleans and how he wants to go back, oh, and we, we mentioned that. that. Yeah, and like you know, he went to LSU and he was the king of LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's complimenting their coaching staff, and I don't know if Seattle's gonna pay a safety man, especially the money he wants. This is his big contract coming up, right off a, a history sack season for the DBs. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't think he cares. I think he's like, all right, it's all good, but. I'm I'm sure that Watson and Jamal Adams are gonna have some uh, some words, some funny some funny words regarding uh, the Jets because, dude, n- no, everybody cannot stop talking about the New York Jets. I was, I was, even Brandon Marshall was out today, um, talking about the New York Jets. He, yo, you want to hear? Did you see that you interview? Say? Did you what see? Did First of all, Brandon Marshall, I'm, I don't know what this means, but he literally travels with his Jets helmet. So he traveled from New York, New Jersey to Miami, and he was and he was on TV today. He was like, here's my helmet. I travel with my helmet. I don't know if that means like he's expecting this Watson trade to happen because that's all he talked about like for the thing, or maybe he's just excited, or maybe he's just a total weirdo. Who, who knows? But <laughs> like, regardless, he's super excited about the Jets and like – Nobody could, nobody could keep the Jets out of their mouth. And where there's smoke, man, there's not smoke right here. There is a, there's a fire. Like there's already a fire. Like you know what I mean. And everyone is just talking Jets, Watts, and Jets, Watts, and like, put, like, what do I do, Alex? Like, talk, like, help me, man. Want me to help you? I mean, honestly, like, I'm excited for Watson too. I think, I, I agree that when there's smoke, there's there's some fire, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of hype around the New York Jets. There's a lot of changes. It seems like a lot of good changes going on right now. But, John, we're also Knicks fans, bro. We went through this with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, too. So the difference is that was free agency. This is a trade. And there's only, you know, there's only so few spots for Deshaun to land as of right now. So I guess if you want to tailor it that way, like, we can pull back and just know that nothing is certain until the deal is done. But... I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I'm getting pretty hyped, too, because there's, like, a lot of stuff swirling around. You know, him wearing a green and white hat, uh, him being in New Jersey, the New York area, going to a broken game. And you hear James Harden and Kevin Durant are trying to convince him to come to New York. You know, I think also in Deshaun's head, too. He knows if he comes to New York, the advertising deals that he get is just out of the roof, man. 
ads alone, he could just cover whatever he wants. He could just pocket the the contract that he's getting. So I think he's thinking about all those things. And to be honest, like if you look at the coach, you look at the changes that you're trying to make. You see that this team's trying to compete. You see that Joe Douglas, who's a football guy, came from a good organization, right? You see that the Jets are really trying to implement something here that looks really good on paper, right? We're still waiting to see it fully executed. We have one good offseason with Joe Douglas with his draft. He did a meh job in free agency, but now if he can land Deshaun Watson, man, this changes the entire like outlook on Joe Douglas. Um, but that's yet to – we'll see, man. Once March comes around and free agency opens up, that's where – that's what we really know, right? Or maybe could they they can't trade uh, after the Super Bowl, right? You have to wait until March, right? Is that correct? Yeah the um, the league starts uh, March seventeenth, so technically nothing could actually happen until March seventeenth. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about the exact tampering rules. Um, I, I know that's why Joe Douglas can't talk about Watson or anything like that. But I'm I mean they're discussing with the with the managers, but like I. I don't think anything could actually even happen, even if, you know, it comes down on Twitter um, that Shefty tweets or Rappaport tweets that the Jets have a deal, you know, with with Watson, which I am waiting for that, literally waiting for that message. Um, when that happens, not if, but when that happens, um, <laughs> if it ha- if it's before March seventeenth, that there it's not it's not going to be official uh, till then, but. With the draft being April 29th and the senior bowl already like the senior bowl already happened last weekend um with um with the college seniors um kind of showcasing against each other like the combines coming up and it's going to be a weird combine I'm sure covid restrictions everything's going to be a little weird like they, they people need to start rolling because I'm going to I'm going to throw out the first question so I know how we both feel about Watson. We both definitely, absolutely want him at quarterback, and we'll we'll get into that. But my my real question for you is: Are the Jets going to draft number two? Are they going to draft at the second? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know uh-huh. why. Unless unless Salab really likes someone in the draft, right? And I don't really see that happening. I don't see why you'd go with a Fields or a Justin Fields or a Zach Wilson. Um, maybe if they do want a quarterback, they trade back. Maybe they like someone else, right? Uh, I just don't see anyone them taking anyone at two. I don't think – I think for them, because they still need assets if Joe Douglas really wants to build through the draft. And obviously, you know my feeling about draft picks. You don't ever know what you're going to get. But from what we see from Joe Douglas' first year, he looks pretty solid at just – eyeing talent I think he would rather get more assets to draft than to just take a quarterback and still have limited out assets to build around him because let's be real they're like we'll have font for a limited time we have backed in right the interior of the line still needs to be fixed especially the right guard um, Alex Lewis may be around for a few more years because he's got he signed a three-year deal so he or used one have two one more max to go. one max max if he doesn't get one more max like i don't yeah. see him but yeah it is a three-year yeah you know what i mean but like he's serviceable for now so you know they gotta they gotta work on the line too and that's the question uh you know i think i'm excited for Doug, cam clark think, on that line well like you mentioned joe Douglas's draft 
Um, every time, every time we mention Clark to Duke Mayweather, uh, the uh, Becton's offensive line and a very famous uh, and like well-known offensive line offseason coach, they always talk about Cam Clark and how he could uh, fit on any position on the line. I'm excited yeah. for him too. Yeah, we have Cam Clark too. You know, he's still a TBD because we didn't get to see him this season, uh, this past season. But I think Douglas wants to work on the line first before he does anything else. You know, you we saw what happens when you have a quarterback, you don't have a line, right? It, it just it doesn't mean anything. Like Sam Darnold struggled, uh, especially when you have a coach that doesn't know how to adjust and utilize your quarterback strengths. So I think Douglas himself was like, look, we need to get the foundation set. And the O-line, which I love that the that fans and people are really starting to see how important the offensive line is. Because for such a long time, even when you're a kid growing up, the important positions that everyone thought was like, oh, the wide receiver because they touched the ball, the running back, the quarterback, defense. Fantasy oh, players. Even defense. Yeah, fantasy players are really discussed. And when you look at uh, defense, you know, no one even thought about the, the D-line. It was like inside linebacker, safety. Now you're starting to see. Uh, now you're starting to see cornerbacks and all all the positions are just starting to get their their shine. Um, the O line, in my opinion, is still the unsung heroes. The one that's like no one really goes in like, yeah, I want to be an O lineman, but it's such an important position. Uh, and I'm glad that it's getting recognized. I'm glad that Joe Douglas like that was the first thing he did address the left side. I think the next thing he's going to try to address is the right guard or the center. I don't know. I don't remember uh, McGovern. McGovern's still good. Um, yeah, McGovern's still on. Yeah, he's going to so, be our starting center, I believe. Okay. Okay. So then we have McGovern. We have Lewis for definitely for one more year each before those positions get addressed. So we know we're going to be looking for a right guard then. And I think Joe Douglas is going to move back to get a right guard to sh- because we saw that everything just came funneling into to Sam through the center, really from that that uh, it, it's called the two hole between the center and the the right guard. So I think that's where he's going to have to address. And I think that's what he wants to do. I don't think, I don't see us taking a quarterback with a number two pick. What about yourself? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I definitely, I'm, I'm so on board with your O-line take. Like, you know how I, especially how I feel about those guards, man. I, I, Josh Andrews, I'm sorry, dude. You can't, I, you can't be on the team. You can't, you just can't. Like you can be on the practice squad. You can't start. Just, you can be on the team, do whatever you want. Just don't start. John will be John will be there to pick you up tomorrow, <laughs> take you away from uh, one jet's drive and whatever shuttle. He's not taking you to the airport. He's just taking Dude, you to like, the <laughs> I, I I don't know anything, and I was watching that, those tapes, and I like my soul was hurting. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the 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 problem is right now we're kind of in purg in like purgatory because we don't even know which players are gonna declare. We still have like players like Wyatt Davis who. Have another year of eligibility. He got hurt in his last game. Says he's okay. In my opinion, the best guard in the draft. You know what I mean? We don't even know if he's going to come. Like We still have those types of deals. Also, Brandon Scherf. You know what I mean? Like He's going to be a free agent. You know, We'll tell Alex Lewis, see you later, um, if we got Scherf coming in. Um, but yeah, what's interesting um, about the number two pick is, of course, everybody's infatuated with Trevor Lawrence at the one. And then we have Fields and the Mormon Mahomes, man. The Mormon Mahomes is getting some uh, some looks. Yeah, man. And it's getting some traction. Listen, dude, everything changes. Everything changes if it's a two-quarterback draft and that second pick is for the quarterback. Everything changes. So the value for – so, like, 
it's crazy because like of course we're so anxious for Houston uh, Watson trade. I wonder if Joe Douglas is being super patient about it though because first of all I don't think he wants to give him that number two pick. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I like if I'm if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm like, dude, like. You, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, the, you can't really trade him anywhere. He has a crazy contract. He has a no trade clause. I have a bunch of other picks to give you. You know what I mean? And you really don't have a choice. So I, I think he's kind of holding on to it. But it's interesting because if I, I think he's being more patient because if Zach Wilson is now going to be the number two quarterback, like an RG3, you know what I mean? Like a Jared Goff, Carson Wentz type of deal. Then that pick becomes super valuable. Then it's like, hey, man, like we're giving you the number two pick. Like usually he doesn't even have a first and second pick. You know what I mean? Usually that's what all it takes, like two firsts and a second to move up, you know, for that quarterback or something like that. So it just starts to – it just it's the, the water starts to get really, really muddy if it really becomes a two-quarterback draft. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Douglas is being a little uh, patient for that reason to kind of drive the price down. But – we can't not talk about Sewell, right? The 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 left tackle from um, Baylor, because as as we've mentioned last episode, and um, we'll get into um, all the coaching hires and you know just a couple of names that stand out. But our offensive coordinator Michael Floor, um, off the Kyle Shanahan, Michael Shanahan tree, running that outside zone, like he he ne- he needs athletic guards and especially offensive linemen that played in that scheme in college. That's a super plus and Baylor is one of those. Like I ideally, honestly, Sewell is the perfect left tackle for this team. I mean, of course we have Becton, which is the best left tackle in the game, but you know what I'm saying? Like if we took Sewell and, and put him to right tackle, that's like, sometimes people say that's egregious. Some people say that's fine. Like, I, I don't know personally, you know what I mean? So just interesting. Like if we can move down, um, but I, I, if Watson comes, I don't, I don't see us, um, drafting number two at all, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm just curious if it's a two quarterback draft. I think that's my number one concern right now. I'm hoping that it's a two quarterback draft. You know what I mean? And, and or, oh, for sure. Like the Zach Wilson hype is so good for us. So, so, so good for us. Yeah. Whether it's Justin Fields or, you know, Zach Wilson, whoever is at the slot number two, at number two. That makes that draft pick more valuable, as you're pointing out, because quarterback needy teams, you know, whether it be Houston, you know, next thing you know, maybe it just takes the second overall pick to get Deshaun Watson. Not, not really. Like that would be that. That's like a dream. It, 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 that's not. That's not going to be it. But hey, man, well, we we have that late first now because of Jamal Adams. Yeah. Yep. Also, so like even if you give him that tops that first, and you know what, like we get that we got the extra pick from Avery Williamson. We got that. We also got that Leo Williams pick. You know what I mean? We have all. These, oh, take some. Take them all, dude. Take, Robbie <laughs> or Anderson. Take yeah. Oh, hopefully that. Hopefully we get a Robbie Anderson compensatory pick. Thank you for reminding me of that. I, I really hope I forgot about that. I hope that comes. You know what I mean? Even if it's a fourth. You know what I mean? Take it. Go ahead, bro. Enjoy. You know what I mean? You guys need picks. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we'll see what happens once the draft gets closer because. No one's really thinking draft. You just had college finish off. You got the college. You got the senior bowl, as you pointed out. But that's not even really the 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 thing that people look at. It's once the combine gets here, that's where, like, everything starts to in, become intense. We're GMs, owners. Because owners, you know, owners look at the – owners don't watch it. Owners don't watch college football. Very few do. 
most of them, uh, and I'm pretty sure I heard this on uh, back in the day, throwback to when it was Robert Mays and uh, uh, Kevin Clark on NFL Ringer. Robert Mays always brought this up. He was always like, owners don't really watch college football like that. Um, they always wait for, you know, uh, the, the the championship or the, the playoff, what you get college football, play, uh, college football playoffs now, right? And that's when they start yep. turning in. And, and that's when they start really like, honing in on people who you really want to see. So when you watch Justin Fields, when you watch Zach Wilson, then you're like, okay, I like what this guy's doing. Regardless if they win or not, they'll be like, I like what this guy is doing. And that's where they start like talking to the GMs. That's where they start talking to everybody. Like, what do you think about this guy? And then, you know, combines are just like a skill show for whatever. They don't really predicate much um, on how well a player is really going to be. But if they start doing well in the combine, owners who are just like lay, lay people who when it comes to this type of stuff, they're going to be like, I want this guy. I want this guy. And whatever it takes to get this guy. And then they're going to be willing to do it and they're going to push their GMs to go do it because the GM, that's their job and they got to make <laughs> make the owner happy, right? So once yep. the, once once combine starts getting closer, hopefully Wilson or, or Fields really starts to intensify because then it will be things even more interesting for trading that number two pick. Um, absolutely absolutely so so that's that's the goal man let's hype up these quarterbacks and let's uh, get the value up for Watson and um because I don't I just don't want a Carmelo Anthony trade I really don't I guess we, we gotta do what Reddit did right we gotta we gotta just hype up Zach Wilson <laughs> and have someone else take him and then <laughs> change the value there's no there's no shorting Wilson or Fields here not not today <laughs> not today Satan um <laughs> But um, but speaking of owners, dude, uh, we got Woody Johnson back from Woody's his back. Uh, from his uh, UK ambassadorship, um, which abroad, puts as you called it <laughs> study abroad in the UK, um, which uh, usually changes um, with the new regime of uh, president. It's pretty normal. Um, we got Chris Johnson, the guy who hired Joe Douglas, the guy who took too long. The fire Cagney, but he's piling. Um, he's now the assistant to the regional manager <laughs> of the New York <laughs> Jets uh, for Mr. Woody Johnson. So um, he's around. But the most interesting um, thing about that, and it caught my attention real hard in the press conference, and it really does change the same old Jets moniker. It really, really, really does. Is they changed um, the structure of the organization. So. A couple of organizations are still kind of living in uh, 1974, um, like the Lions and the Jaguars, where everybody reports to the owner. Um, and the Jets are one of those teams. Um, and I really do think it contributed to the same old Jets moniker. And um, now uh, Salah pointed out, Douglas pointed out, Johnson, like they're all kind of um, specifically mentioned it, that the, um, the hierarchy is different now. So the coach will be going to the GM and the GM to the owner and to uh Halimi, who's the the president. So I'm really excited that Joe, I'm really excited that Salaho so excited. Okay, like about the the structure of the organization. Like I've never heard anybody talk about the, excited about the jet structure. You know what I mean? That's like that's like honest to God man, that's like somebody going and saying, yo, the Knicks ownership and their and their structure, all that stuff is amazing. Their coaching staff is like bar none. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like what? Yeah, man, and that's the, it feels it, good. It feels great to hear when uh, the coaching structure is starting to change, or not coaching tr- structure, but the organizational structure is trying, starting to change. Because 
as you know, when we started the season, it was like one of the gripes that we had, even when we had Jared on the show, right? It's it's an issue when you when you stay like in that where you don't change, man, where you don't adapt to how things are in the modern day, you know, especially if, even when it comes to the NFL. And it's good to see that there's now a, a different structure where now we have spe- the the biggest one is Joe Douglas is overseeing Salah. That is, and and, and JD is reporting to uh, Woody. That is the biggest thing. That is the, the suits, biggest thing. The suits are going to stay in where the suits are, and the best and the best. Well, the football minds are going to stay where the football minds are, and that's how it should have been, and that's how it should be. Okay, because if you want to know what it looks like, just go look at the Dallas Cowboys, and go take a look down there when your owner is involved twenty four seven. You just get chaos every single day. Now they don't even know if they're going to pay Dak Prescott, which is. Mind-boggling to me. Mind-boggling. Well, well, they have an actual issue with the, the with the cap, man. The franchise tag is 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 all messed up now with the Corona cap, um, which we'll get into as the league opens. Um, but yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm 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 excited for that we didn't use a, a firm to hire a coach. Like we have this new structure. We got people who know football um, all around the case. squad. It's so exciting, man. So actually, uh, Salah is, is starting to solidify his uh, coaching staff. We got Jeff Ulbrich, uh, former 49ers back, uh, linebacker, um, also UCLA special teams, but he was with the um, Falcons for a little bit too. He's joining us. Um, defense. Uh, we also got Chip Vaughn, Ricky Manning Jr., Hayes Pollard, Nate Ali. And um, Aaron Whitecotton, they're also uh, on defensive staff, so that would be good. And then, as we mentioned, uh, we got Michael LaFleur. Um, there's a really good article on Jet Press, um, and there's a really, really, really similar one on The Athletic by some guy named Connor Hughes. I've never heard of him. Um, also talking about that Michael LaFleur offense. <laughs> and fun. yours came out first, too, so. <laughs> yo, yo. That's been happening a lot, man. It's happening a lot. Um, even with Ty Johnson, because uh, we both were, me and Ty Johnson are, uh, the, the only, I think one of two Jets running backs on the roster right now. We got Michael Pirine and Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson was really hyped about, um, Boyer coming back, um, yep. for special teams coordinator. We both, uh, tweeted death taxes and Boyer as a special teams coordinator. So, um, it's been happening a lot, man. It's been happening a lot, but slowly but surely we're, we're, we're getting our platform, man. Yeah, man, had to make sure uh, Ty gave you a little recognition, man. Come on, can't 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 let uh, credit go, uh, you know, unrecognized. That's why I had to throw it, throw it into his, his subtweets, man. Throw it into the subs. Or Calabrese, the um, East Side Slip uh, coach, um, who's now the quarterbacks coach, um, coach of our uh, friend Arthur um, in high school. Most notably, uh, we got a uh, wide receivers coach, Miles Austin. Uh, that's cool. We got tight ends coach, uh, Middleton, Olan, John Benton, RB, John Taylor Embry. Uh, then we got a couple guys like um, Greg Nat, Billy Vandermark, Mac Brown, Todd Washington. Um, we also had some fake news from the guy, Connor Hughes. Man, we're, we're putting him through the ringer today. Um, mentioned that we're going to sign uh, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, the Tennessee coach. Uh, volunteers college uh, as our DB uh, coach, but Bruce um, Simini debunked that, and then later uh, kind of took that back. So the staff isn't completely completely done. Um, but dude, we have like a whole new 
It's a whole new thing happening, man. It's a whole new thing happening on One Jets Drive. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And there's a lot of news going on right now, especially in the quarterback world. Like, we already know about Deshaun Watson. But there's also news about Matt Stafford. So I want to bring this up to you because we, we really didn't touch on this for quarterback questions. We went through the draft. We have the Deshaun Watson question. We have the Sam Darnold. Do, you know, we can even bring up Sam Darnold, too. Like, do we keep him or what do we do with him? But Matt Stafford is now, you know, the Lions have already noted that they're both have mutually agreed to the part ways. Is that do you think that's a QB that the Jets should look at? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to take that, man. Where, how do you feel? I love Matt Stafford. Okay. I just love that guy. I've always loved him. Um, I think he's an ultimate warrior. He's the man, but he's not right for the Jets. Um he's he's a win now quarterback. Um, he, he deserves a winning team. Um, he deserves a win now. I'm ready team. And let's be real, man. The, the two and 14 jets are just not that even with a thousand draft picks. We're just not that, um, even with unlimited draft of uh, free agency money. If we had it, we're just not that. Okay. We're just not, um, we're still a couple, uh, pieces and a couple, uh, years away, I'd say, but I need I need Stafford to go to Indianapolis Colts. I like that would be so perfect for me. Um, not as a Jets fan, but just as a football fan. Of course, he's gonna haunt me forever. We're gonna probably play Indy um, in the playoffs, and it's gonna be terrible. Um, but that's such a that's such a good look. That's such a good look for uh, for Don't Indy. That. Don't <laughs> it's, Don't it's such a good look for them, man. They have a nice O line. They got um, decent running backs. You know what I mean with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Naheem Himes, they got the wide receivers. I think Hilton um, is a free agent, but he'll be back. They got some young young guys in Pascal. Um, they're looking good, man. They're looking so good. So I I, I don't want Stafford for the Jets because we are still uh, in a rebuild. Yeah, sure. He's got a broken back and stuff, dude. He's trying to win now. Um, I, I hear you, and I, and I agree. Well, I need him in Indy. I don't agree with that, but I agree with you that he's not right for the Jets. Uh, I think he's... You know, he's 32. As you said, he has an injured back. He's trying to win now. I think teams that will look for him is definitely the Colts, although I don't want to see him to go there. Um, probably the Denver Broncos might be in that list. Uh, Why would he go to Denver, man? I think he, I think that's a legit like spot for him to go if you're not sold on Drew Locke. And... I think for Denver, John Elway's kind of been gung ho on going for older quarterbacks for a season who can actually play the game instead of playing that whole way. Like he did the whole Brock Osweiler uh, stint and that didn't work. And he's doing the whole Drew Locke stint. That's not working for him. So I think he would definitely go for Stafford. That's just kind of uh, that's just kind of how. <laughs> yeah. kind no, of how no, like, I know. I agree. No, I, I agree. I agree it's great for Denver. I just don't think Stafford would do that. I don't think Stafford would go to Denver. And I think that he has a good enough relationship with Detroit to uh, kind of pick where he goes type deal. They're not going like, to send him off uh, to no man's land. They're going to send him off to wherever he wants to go. Um, I just hope that place is not New England. For sure. I hope that it's not New England either. If it is New England, that's just uh, I'll be crying because – They'll have a good quarterback. It'll be for a short period of time, but, you know. I don't Why can't they go into quarterback purgatory, dude? Why can't they? That's not fair. They deserve to go into quarterback purgatory. It's just not fair. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Like they've had, they had like the, they had the greatest quarterback for God knows how long since like what two thousand two until two thousand eighteen percent of Super Bowls, bro. He's been in eighteen damn percent of the Super Bowls. Yeah, just I like, like look, look, I hate him he, so much. He to- he ten, the ent- ten. He he tortured the entire AFC East, and let me tell you something. That was just and my life and my life, bro. Yes. Not just- <laughs> and it was practice for him. Let's be real. Like every single game, every. Those six guaranteed AFC East games were practiced for him every single time. And that's why whenever he had to face Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco, you name it, like he was always ready because it's like, oh. Kellen always- Clemens. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Bollinger, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh. oh, my God. Just keep going down the list. Geno Smith. Kill it. Pennington. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bryce Petty, <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sanchez, all those, all those d- difficult matchups. Oh my God, and so, but yeah, I, so <laughs> <frustrating>. <laughs> um, yes, yes, it is, it is indeed frustrating. But I think it's interesting that you mentioned um, the Brock Osweiler thing. Uh, I just quick mentioned because the, the second rumor um, for Deshaun Watson is uh, Deshaun Watson to Miami. Miami happens to have the pick right after us. So they're number three, which is super interesting, right? Because if there's two quarterbacks, there's two quarterbacks. You know what I mean? And guess whose pick that actually is? Houston Texans. <laughs> That's a Houston Texans pick that they traded to get rid of Brock Osweiler. So like, it, be- it would blow my absolute mind. It- I think about the optics, man, of Houston coming in, first-year GM, first-year head coach, and just getting – all they're doing is they're trading their franchise quarterback, and all they're doing is getting back their actual draft picks. I just don't see that happening. Um, I don't see that happening. I- like, I really, really don't. Especially especially if it's if it's going to be not the second pick. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. that, they're going to lose the quarterback. So, I almost feel like it's inevitable that uh, he's going to be a Jet. And that, those are like those are the reasons. Like, it, it, it's not just being a fanboy. It's not. It's not just being like, oh, I really want Watson. Like, who doesn't want Watson? Everybody's putting him in a jersey. Shefty uh, tweeted him like fifty jerseys yesterday. You know what I mean? Everybody wants him. It just feels like it's it's the cards are there. It just feels like for sure, for sure, for sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see. We got time. We got time to see what happens. It's gonna be a long off season, so. My last quarterback question for you. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, is he staying or is he gone? Man. I love Aaron Rodgers so much. I think he's – I love that man. Where would he go though? Where? Where? Green Bay. Huh? He's about to to get paid. He's not going nowhere. I I was was just curious. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like I'm just asking like where would he even go? Like I don't even – like I don't think he'd leave Green Bay just because he's – Immortal up there at that point, like you, you can walk out and do whatever the hell he wants, and then well, Aaron Rodgers like, can do whatever he wants anywhere. Aaron Rodgers is immortal in general. Yeah, but like my my thing with that is like not saying that every team is set at a quarterback, but there are very few teams that are a franchise quarterback away who's like not necessarily at the end of his career, but he's getting close to the end of his career, right? Like he's probably tailing off. It's some like. Not like going to fall off a cliff, but he's st- going to start tailing off at some point. Like we saw how he played this past playoff game, man. He was not on point. Like interception before the half, 
it's not Aaron Rodgers esque. You can't do that like going against Tom Brady. So I'm not saying he's gonna quiff as a certain sports analyst named Max Kellerman sure. would just claim about Tom Brady every single year that hopefully one day it lands. Um, I'm with him. I was hope I was hoping he was right every single year. Still yeah, wrong. So was so was I. And uh, that's where I learned not to watch <laughs> first take and really believe their takes because Jesus, just so. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. So, so it's really, for me, it's really Watson, number one, Darnold, two, trade down three. I, 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 I can't imagine another scenario. I really don't want Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, even though I think Zach Wilson's going to be fine in a fellow player. For sure. And, and to get back to Aaron Rodgers for a second, he's 37, dude. Like, how much more time does he have? Doesn't matter. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Aaron Rodgers at 45. Doesn't matter. Word? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. All right. That's <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go uh, Let's uh, go to our et cetera portion. All right. But before we get to the et cetera portion, let's take a little quick break. All right, everyone, and we're back from the break. And now for the et cetera portion. John, we are two weeks away from the Super Bowl. We got the least popular game this week, which is the Pro Bowl. Um, and since The Madden Bowl. And now that's – I was about to say, now that it's Madden, it's – that's a complete wash. Unless they do like that's, a Twitch stream. Unless they do like a Twitch stream where like everyone's like in the corners, just like. That's what it's gonna be. About. I think that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be cool if there's cool dialogue. Like that. Yeah. That's what you're tuning in for. And like the dialogue is gonna be on a snippet anyway. But so I don't need this. to sit here and watch these guys play Madden. Like I'll just I'll, I'll get the snippets of like whatever they're talking about. And that's the thing. And you know the NBA did try this when it was like early COVID with like Trey Young going against like Kevin Durant and whatnot. Uh, in 2K, didn't really work out so well. So I'm not expecting anything. I'm not expecting anything too crazy. Yeah, like they, like, they tried to do like a, they tried to like really stretch that out. At least at least the NFL is like smart enough to do like one day, well, you know, just a couple hours. Like the NBA was trying to like make it a thing, right? But even even for like one day of like watching 2K, I was like, all right, this is this yeah, is whack. I cannot watch 2K on a television channel. That's tough. You know, that's like that new generation. It's like all the new, like kids who will like watch other people play video games. Like I will. Dude, Twitch is play. huge. Twitch is huge. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like. Oh, not Greg is play. listening. He's so mad at you right now. <laughs> He's a boomer, Greg. I'm sorry, man. I'm old. Forgive him. Forgive him. I'm old. Get off. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Like I have nothing against it. Look, do do whatever you want to do. You know, whatever interests you. I play video games. Um, I just rather play it than watch it. Uh, that's all I'm saying, but, but let's talk about these past games. Cause last week we both had, we avoided uh, the crisis, bro. We avoided the crisis. We could yeah, actually yeah. watch this game. Thankfully. Uh, last week we both had Tom Brady beating Aaron Rodgers, and, uh, you know, dude, uh, Green Bay did not want to win that game. They did not, dude. They tried every which way to lose that game, um, and they did. Uh, I mean, Tom Brady didn't have, like, a good game. Like, was he had three TDs, three interceptions. So it wasn't anything spectacular from him. It was really Green Bay just shitting the bed. Uh, you know, this is the thing. where When you play Tom Brady, you cannot give him a chance to win because he will win. You have to do what the Philadelphia Eagles did. You have to do what the New York Giants did when you face him. You have to just go full throttle and just keep going 
You can't you can't let up, and you can't make any mistakes. Um, and you're gonna need those lucky moments, uh, and be a gamer. But it was tough, man, uh, for the Packers. But hey, this is why Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and uh, it's gonna be really annoying if he wins another Super Bowl, just because. It will just solidify his legacy, and we're going to have to hear about it for the rest of our days. And as Jets fans, most of that time, we had to witness it. But I don't want to go too much into this game because the other game was... I almost, what, what, what do you got to say about the, the Bucks, man, before I move on, actually? Well, shout out to Todd Bowles. Um, oh yeah! Shout all, out to him. Yeah, shout yeah, out to him. Shout out to Todd Bowles. He 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 had a he had a great um a great showing. Honestly, not surprising. They really killed the Green Bay Packers during the year. Um, I don't know why everyone was. I don't even know why they were favorites. I really don't. Um, because it was in Green Bay. It was cold weather. But like I told, like I said last week, Tom Brady has played in New England for most of his career, so cold weather is not going to affect him. He he's done it before. This is this is this is not his first time on the rodeo. You know, like when you don't, have, like, don't let that hair fool you, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is not like some Philip Rivers I play in San Diego all year long, <laughs> seventy degrees. Uh, let me just go out to you know freaking Baltimore. Be like, yo, this is cold. Let me go out to New England. Yeah. Holy cow, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I dude, I just I like I like watching Tom Brady play football. Uh, I hate saying that, but I just do. Like it's 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 just so great to watch. Um, so I I enjoyed that game. I love that. I love watching that. Um, F Mike Penn, another Jets uh, connection uh, on the D, on the defensive coordinator who just got an extension for Green Bay. Dial up that Greg Williams cover zero blitz at the end of the first half. Allowed that Scotty Miller hail mary. Absolutely ridiculous call, dude. Absolutely insane. Like. You're in the NFC Championship game. It's the end of get a sack. It was play was absolutely mind blowing. I, I bet you Tom Brady was absolutely mind blown when he saw it. You know what I mean? When he saw it, the line with for sure. Yeah, like Tom Brady's probably like, "Yo, you're going cover zero. Like, what is such a Jets is- move, bro? Such a Jets move." He's like, yo, this is child's play, man. I've seen this. I've seen this. I've done this. This is this is nothing new. Also, shout out to McClendon for uh, on Tampa for also making it. Like, yo, he's of course, getting his, he's getting his. Uh, he's getting what he deserves, man. He was a true leader for the team. Uh, forgot, yeah, to go. I forgot. He's got his ring, man. Yeah, man. He's good. He's very close to getting his ring. Um, so yeah, we got a couple Jets going. Former Jets uh, in the Super Bowl this year. And but dude, we have to talk about we have to talk about Green Bay. We have to talk about. I mean, honestly, we can't avoid it, dude. He's our blood brother now. Our offensive coordinator, Mike Lafleur, his brother Matt Lafleur. They, they they come from the same family, but they also come from the same coaching tree. Um, he's the head coach of uh, Green Bay, and dude, what in the hell was he thinking at the end of that game? He literally kicked the field goal to be down from one possession to one possession. I have no idea why. I li- I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that you have Aaron Rodgers, and you gave the ball away for your- for what? For what? Like, what is the reason? You know, like that meme, like like that going to be like what? Is- like I-, I don't understand, dude. I like I don't like get the, it. You know, like I won't complain about that one as much because I get that I can actually rationalize that one. Please rationalize it. 
you're, you're talking about the field goal at the end, like at the end, right? Like the thought process is like, were you talking about the end of the game, right? Like we're yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like the the rationale is like, okay, if you score and you go for the two, you still need a field goal, right? If you don't get the two point conversion, which would be difficult. If you get the field goal and if you can get a stop, you still have to score another. So like I get that logic. And I don't really say that that was like the turning point. It was really just the turnovers, especially before the half, man. And going cover zero. Those are the biggest things. Those are the biggest blunders because you don't want to put yourself in a position to say, hey, um, we got to go for eight. You know, going for eight is like, that's a gamble. There's only very few teams have been good. Well, it's Aaron Rodgers, dude. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes for two. Yeah, I get, I get it. But, you know, like, I get that it's Aaron Rodgers. But if you're watching like how Aaron Rodgers was playing throughout that day, you're like, all right, do we want to? Yeah, well, th- well, same thing with Tom Brady. He didn't have such a great game either, man. Yeah, but he wasn't down though. He was he was up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the difference. Like he, Aaron Rodgers was down. Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing a great game. So now you're gonna say, hey, Aaron, let's go get a touchdown. Go get two. I you mean, give the ball. You give the ball to your kicker and your defense when you have Aaron Rodgers to win the game. I know. That's it. Just like so, like so, like. Oh, that one really hurt, and I'm so happy that Michael Floor is not our head coach. Like, like even obviously he's young and experienced, but dude, that's a, like another stupid thing like that, and he's about to go be the offensive coordinator for Kyle Shanahan again. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean, I definitely, I definitely hear you. I, I can, I could definitely like kind of see that going along. I don't know. All right, so yeah, we we, we both cashed. We both cashed our Tampa bets. Yeah. Now here's the here's where we differed because you had Buffalo, I had Kansas City. If Patrick Mahomes played, Patrick Mahomes played, and so for that, you know, easy. It's 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 easy, man, because it's Kansas City, dude. Like I know they don't look, they're not looking glamorous as they have in like years past, like the last two years, but they're making it work. They're making it work, and that's really all you can say. And that's what they did that game. They just made it work. Like yep. I agree. Offense, the offense clicked. Um, he makes crazy plays, dude. Dude, he makes crazy plays, but I, it works. That's all that matters. That's all you have to say about Kansas City. They just make it work. That offense just works. There's nothing else. Like watching Buffalo, they tried, and that's really what it is. Like they tried. They don't have. They're just. There's something. They're they're a run game away. I feel like they're a running game away from like really, really being competitive. I also think it's just bad karma when you take the Jets slogan. Granted, I know it's from uh, from Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious series, but you can't you can't do the same thing. The Jets just did the same week when they hired a new coach, all gas, no brakes, and then you're like, we're all gas, no brakes. It's like that's I was actually I was actually happy for the Buffalo Bills. And my friends in Buffalo who root for them and all Bill's Mafia and the whole thing. Oh, and like their propensity to um, give money to charity and all these things. Up until they posted all gas, no breaks, the day after Salah did it and the morning of their playoff game. What's the issue, man? Just leave us alone. Just, like, literally, why can't anyone leave us alone, Alex? To leave us alone. And it's also just like have some decency to be creative, but. I guess it's pretty hard to be creative. Like, who are you hiring out in Buffalo to be your social media manager, right? Ooh, Ooh, zing. Yeah. So, it ain't New York City, baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
It ain't Albany. This ain't Albany. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, so we got Tampa plus three and a half. We got Tom Brady getting. Uh, Tom Brady loses by a field goal in the Super Bowl. He we he covers. Uh, over under is fifty six and a half. What do you what do you, what do you like in the Super Bowl, man? The early Super Bowl lines. What do you, what do you got? You are material change. If there's a material change, you're allowed to change your pick. You're not locked in. What do you got? This is so tough. This is just so, so tough because you have... Honestly, if Tom Brady plays like he did this past week, I could easily see the Kansas City Chiefs winning just because Kansas Patrick Mahomes... It's going to be weird to say, but Patrick Mahomes is now more put together than Aaron Rodgers, which is like quite a statement for to be coming out of my mouth. But it looks like that right now, just based on the plays that he can make. So in my I think it's I think I think it's more I think it's more he has more chemistry with the coach than he is like a better player. I think that also works to his advantage yeah. too. I think I think with everyone on the team too, like his entire teammates, the staff, he's yeah. definitely yeah. a camaraderie guy, you know, they all go out and just have steak with like a, a pound of ketchup on their steak. Oh my thing. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that that definitely does play into it. Um, the catch up, I mean, yeah, the catch up, I mean, um, but no, my group chat, my judge group chat, <laughs> boys, they, they were, they were saying Kansas City's going to win. I haven't responded just because I need to, I need to see the lines. I need to think about it. <sighs> I'm not sure. I'm, it's so hard. I feel so hard. I feel I feel so it feels so hard for me just because like the trauma that <laughs> the years of just trauma watching Tom Brady win. Thomas so, I know. Yeah, it's just so hard to say. How do you bet yeah. against him? How do you bet against him? It's so hard, man. Especially get the giving him a field goal. You don't even have to you don't even like you don't have to take the money line. You know what I mean? You could just you could just bet a field goal. Like if they if honestly Casey starts slow every game, dude. Every game, they have to come back. Every single game. And I don't think Tampa is really capable of coming back too much. I know they do, but like that's not really their game. You know what I mean? Their game is to slow everything down. They're going to sack Mahomes. They're going to disrupt that offensive, that depleted line. They're going to eat that line. You know what I mean? And if they could just like maintain Mahomes. I mean, I know nobody else, nobody is because he's tripping to the right and tossing with his left, and then Kelsey is coming out of nowhere, or, or he's throwing a stupid screen to M- Nicole Hardman, and all of a sudden, Nicole Hardman becomes the fastest player that ever lived on the earth and, and just runs. And, and, and I think that's it. I think Andy Reid just knows how to utilize all of his players and their skill sets, right? And Tampa plays just like a traditional football team where it's not – there's not necessarily a lot of gimmicky plays where you have like these crazy end arounds, these shovel passes to Travis Kelsey, the you know you'll get your bombs to Tyree Kill. The Kansas City running game is well, it's okay, it's good, it's good. It's nothing that you know. I think Tampa actually has a better running game, but I don't know. It's Tampa defense, right? Uh, do you think not the coverage, uh, not 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 the set of Tampa defense, um, but it's. I like what Bowles has done with the defense this year, but have they really got anyone that's like Kansas City? So it'd be Green Bay twice. Yeah, but Green Bay has been like I'm not really liking what Lafleur is doing out with Green Bay. It's totally different than what Andy Reid is doing with Kansas City. I don't know. I, this is just a long winded answer, I guess, to say that 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kansas City. I'm gonna go Kansas City. I think Patrick Mahomes gets the revenge that he wants on Tom Brady uh, two years ago. That's how I feel, and I hate saying it because I usually don't like to go against Tom Brady, but that's what I'm feeling. How about you? I mean, to be honest, like you really can't, I feel like you cannot go wrong. You know what I mean? Like you got Mahomes. There's a storyline either way, right? There's a storyline with Mahomes being the goat, or you got Tom Brady, like ta- like you know, Mahomes on the back, like good job, buddy. Get him next time. You know what I mean? Like you still got some time to shine. You know what I mean? I'm still the man. I mean the Bucks. The Bucks kept the Rams. To, I mean, they lost to the Rams 27-24. They lost to the Chiefs 27-24. You know what I mean? They beat the Bucks. I mean, they beat the, the Vikings. They routed the Lions. Beat the Falcons twice. Beat the Saints. <laughs> like, you know, a couple times. I, 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 I don't know. Um, oh, they lost to the Saints both times in the, in the regular season and then beat them in the playoffs. I don't know, man. They the only time I've been worried about this Tampa team is when there's been a crazy pass rush. Like the only game I really thought they were gonna lose, I'm not even joking, before even the game started and watching was the Washington game. Like I just had a feeling that of course they had a cold quarterback situation going on in Washington. But that D line is what is what kills Tom Brady. You know what I mean? And he's 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 less agile, he doesn't get the ball out as fast, his arm strength's not all there, he can't really slip defenders like he used to. Also, he's going to get some calls. <laughs> like, he's going to get a call. Like, if you don't think that he's going to get a honey badger holding or a, or a, or rough enough passer, like, I, I have news for you, my man. Like, <laughs> like if you like, next week, we're going to do props. Um, so we'll have some props ready uh, for you guys. But I'm definitely going to be looking for the for the rough and <laughs> defensive penalty calls on Kansas City because I promise you, I promise you, Tom Brady's getting them. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, man. I don't. I think that that covers it. I mean, there's not really much to talk about. Uh, I know yep. I said at the top to talk about the Pro Bowl, but I think we kind of went over it. Whether it's just going to be a game, and it's just Twitchers. So if you like that type of yeah. stuff, we'll talk about Watson. We'll talk. Hopefully, Watson will say some things about the Jets. Yeah. Hopefully, Watson sells us his favorite colors, green. You know, yeah. a lot of white. Um, Imagine he picks the Jets. Imagine like he picks. Like he like starts playing with like the Jets players or something. He does a whole. Uh, I don't know campaign. what their format is. I don't know what their format cam- is. Do a whole campaign as the Jets. That'd be comical. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Another Jets episode. Um, yeah. So make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure to give us a five star review. Please make sure to tell all your friends, family, and members about that. We're going to be doing some draft coverage and some free agency coverage coming up in the in the upcoming weeks. Also, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right? And that's it. And that's it. That's it. That's it. We'll catch you later this week for another Knicks episode that will drop out this Tuesday. All right? Later, everyone.